And if she really is concerned about his safety, what, she should call some version of child services mm-hmm. rather than the employer. What's the employer going to do but fire her? Your child's still not safe. Actually, more more unsafe. So if- let me throw this in there. Why is she so mad at Jane? Was Jane her best friend before? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you went off to discover yourself. And I, 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 <laughs> I took your husband while you were gone. And, and your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Or was Jane the other woman, you know, that, that broke up the family, you know, so. Yeah, this is this is a whole new level of attack. I, yeah, I this is odd. You know, normally she would be attacking Bob. But like I said, maybe Bob is just totally not available in all of this, not making himself available and just letting the women fight it out. Hey, this is Diane Dirks. And I'm Rick Voiles. We've been working with co-parents in conflict for more than two decades. We've taught classes, written books, counseled parents, empathized and agonized a few times to help people make sense of their complicated families. We were talking one day and it occurred to us that helping the most difficult cases comes down to one simple concept. Is one parent willing to let go of the tug of war rope or is it worth it to hold on and fight? So we invite you to take this journey with us each episode as we tackle the questions, should you hold on or let it go? Welcome to Co-Parent Dilemmas, where we give you practical solutions to those impossible co-parents. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Diane. How are you? I am good. I am tired, but I am good. It's it's Friday. I'm yes. tired. I'm good. <laughs> I know. Me too. Do you have big plans for the weekend? Um, we have a bunch of contractors coming to the house to work on it. But oh. other than that, cool. Yep. A little chaos over here. Yeah, I don't like that, but I also I like the outcome when they're gone. Mm-hmm. Usually, yeah. unless so you got plumbing problems and you still like the outcome, but it's like. <laughs> I'm back to where we started. <laughs> so please, nothing please. looks different. It just smells better. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we need those plumbers. <laughs> yes. So um, I'm still excited. You know, like I said uh, in our last episode, we've got some exciting things happening in October. We're getting closer. Mm-hmm. I've really been working on our little project that yep. we'll be revealing all of that October 1st. So keep checking your social media to get more and more information about what's coming because I think October is going to be a great month for the podcast and for everybody listening. So yes, looking forward to it later. (laughs) Today we have a question from Rhonda, who's a member of our non impossible Facebook group. And she has an interesting question about a friend. Mm. Now you never know when somebody says, I have a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I get that. <laughs> and then they follow with, I'll just call them Bob and Jane. <laughs> but she says, I have a friend who is dealing with her live-in boyfriend's difficult ex. So everybody has to get that. Her friend has a boyfriend and he has an ex. I'll call my friend Jane and her boyfriend, Bob. Now, Jane has two sons from a previous relationship, I'm guessing. And Bob has two sons from a previous relationship. Bob's ex-wife left the marriage and left both of her sons with Bob to go find herself. 
Fast forward, and the ex-wife recently took the older of her two sons to live with her, and Bob now only has the younger son. She, meaning the ex-wife, has been exhibiting some alienating behaviors to keep her older son from having a relationship with Bob. To add to the chaos, she is also sending my friend Jane threatening texts and emails, claiming that she had abused Bob's older son when he lived with them. She recently called the school where Jane teaches and told them that there were allegations of child abuse against Jane. Of course, the school has to investigate and get child services involved. Obviously, this is threatening Jane's employment. How do you handle dealing with an ex who is vindictive enough to go after someone's job or income? Hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's serious. First blush, I'm thinking, man, ex-wife's crazy. Right. right. But as we always do, we try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. So let's start with you, Rick. What do you think is happening here? Well, one of the things I would like to know that I think would have an impact on our read on this is the age of the children. We just have an older and a younger son. But if that child is within that developmental range of parent-pleasing, these accusations of abuse or alienation, I mean, we a lot of things could be going on. Yes. But at my first blush of reading this, my thoughts was this part about mom, biological mom going to find herself. That's a familiar phrase I've heard with many women who um, have to go out and discover, find their voice in a society where they have been oppressed and not had a voice. And in that process, often, uh, well, inevitably, part of that process is an anger stage. Mm. That's perfectly normal, but it's often difficult for those around this person to deal with. Um, but she could be angry and trying to get back at Bob. Bob becomes, well, the dad becomes an easy target and uh, wanting to save her son. Mm -hmm. uh, getting the oldest son in order to groom him in a way to not uh, abuse women in the future. Mm. And that uh, Jane, I don't know if, and I've often seen this where the, the woman who has the voice uh, is angry at the women who still seem to be complying with the system. And she could see Jane as an enemy that way. I know that's rather complicated, <laughs> but I have had that experience. I have seen that. Um, happen more than once. Wow! What you did your is that what you did your PhD dissertation on? <laughs> uh, I, there's just been many people come through my life. <laughs> That's no, one I did, perspective. I, I did teach a version of I, uh, these these issues when I was a university professor. So okay. okay, I've had it in my classroom even. So that's good. That's one perspective. Let me let me play devil's advocate. Okay. Okay. Um, what if Jane has, let's, let's say these boys are teenagers. Let's make them 15 and 13. Yeah. Okay. okay. And the, the teenage boy has gotten into some altercations with Jane. You know, they're just not getting along. She's stepmom you know, altercations. Stepmom. Yeah. You know, and You're not I don't, mom. I mean, as I read this, I'm wondering where's Bob? <laughs> Like, I feel like <laughs> Bob is somewhere in the background, not really paying attention here. 
But maybe that is what we're dealing with. Bob is kind of, you know, he's at work all the time or he just buries his head in the sand and lets his new wife, Jane, deal with the parenting or discipline issues. And maybe Jane has a hot temper and maybe she and older son have gotten into it. And what if he went to his mom and said, I hate my stepmom. She's always yelling at me or she's, you know, calling me names or she, we got into it, you know, Mm -hmm. and biological mom is hearing these things and really feels like she needs to protect her son. And she's calling Bob and Bob's not, you know, answering or doing anything. So she doesn't know what else to do, but to communicate with Jane. And we don't know whether Jane is participating in that communication, but maybe she is. Maybe she's fueling the fire. Maybe she's yeah. calling mom a liar. And, and then mom's going, are you calling my son a liar? And then they've got this really hot relationship going. And so if I were to give you know, mom the benefit of the doubt, maybe some of the behaviors that appear to be alienating is mom just protecting her son from what she really believes is abusive. Now that doesn't forgive her or excuse her for contacting somebody's employer. Yeah. But maybe that's how the only way she thought she could get the authorities involved. I don't know. But I could see the, the mama bear scenario where of course she's going to do everything she can to protect her son. This is a safety Mm -hmm. issue. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe she's just trying to build a case so she can get the son to live with her just to have that win. And meanwhile, she's promised the older son a car. Yes. (laughs) And I could see the son wanting to go with her since for some portion of his life, she has not been available and now she is. So yeah, I want to go be with my mom for a while. Yeah. So it could be that innocent or it could be really sinister. Mm. We just don't know. So I think we need to answer Rhonda's question. She obviously wants us to tell her what to tell her friend. (laughs) And (laughs) (laughs) tell your friend. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Or is it your friend? Uh (laughs) (laughs) Um, So obviously, without us having the whole story, we can't really give absolute advice but if this is the way it's going and mom is really out of control and threatening stepmom's job i think one of the things she could do is contact an attorney and maybe get a restraining order uh, against her if they can prove that there's no evidence of child abuse and mom doesn't have any right to be making these false allegations to an employer about an employee that that's pretty threatening. And, you know, so maybe an attorney could advise her whether or not getting a restraining order, uh, keeping mom from communicating with stepmom or her employer. Yeah, this goes way beyond just healthy divorcing boundaries. Um, we, we use those to create a buffer of yeah. safety between us, but this is, this is a whole new level of offense that, that, yeah. that biological mom's taking. I don't know what the I, I don't know what the slander laws are, but is it considered slander if you accuse somebody no. of child abuse? Depends. I mean, if she loses her job, maybe because mm. then you can really show proof of how the false allegations have affected your life. I don't know. That again, a question for an attorney. Yeah. Um, I think Jane needs to talk to her employer and yeah, you know, say you know, do your own investigation or whatever, but there's no proof of um, abuse. 
when they investigate, then they'll just kind of close it. I'm assuming. But I yeah. still want to make sure that mom didn't do it again. But I would want to show the employer maybe the text streams between her and the mom. If mom is just berating her and the stepmom is just remaining silent and not engaging, then maybe that would be enough for them to say, yeah, this is just somebody who's mad because you're the stepmom and she's not living there anymore, you know? But it's unfortunate that anybody would have to defend themselves in something like this. You're, you're you right. <laughs> well, and if she really is concerned about his safety, what she should call some version of child services mm -hmm. rather than the employer. What's the employer going to do, but fire her, your child's still not safe, actually more, more unsafe. So if let me throw this in there. Why is she so mad at Jane? Was Jane her best friend before? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you went off to discover yourself. And I, 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 <laughs> I took your husband while you were gone. And, and your kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dear. Or was Jane the other woman, you know, that, that broke up the family, you know, so. Yeah, this is this is a whole new level of attack. I, yeah, I this is odd. You know, normally she would be attacking Bob, but like I said, maybe Bob is just totally not available in all of this, not making himself available and just letting the women fight it out. And that um, may be a pattern for Bob. That, it could be. Yeah. 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 Or maybe Bob just he's about ready to go find himself because <laughs> of all this fighting that's going <laughs> could, on between he, these two women. You know? He may need to. Yes. <laughs> he, he got involved with two very strong women. It yeah. sounds like, you mm -hmm. know, um, so we don't know, but I guess the, the, the thing that fascinates me the most about all of this is there are various roles in this, you mm -hmm. know, what, and I think this is where our listeners can really relate to this, especially when, one person remarries and the other one doesn't and how that affects the whole family dynamic. If Jane is a new wife and just came into the picture and prior to that mom and Bob were getting along fairly well, managing things. And then the new wife comes in as often does, and she's got her two sons and they're suddenly making this nice, happy family with the four boys and everybody seems happy. And mom is over here lonely however far away she lives and she didn't find herself after all. She now just feels left out. Yeah. And so maybe that's part of it too. She just is jealous and is trying to break up the marriage. You know, maybe if I can break up that marriage, I cannot feel so bitter or resentful about any of it. So it could be anything going on here, but it leads me back to Bob's role is to, protect his marriage. Yes. And maybe take his wife, Jane, out of the situation and deal directly with mom. And maybe that would calm mom down a little bit because she can't talk to her co-parent. She's having to talk to the step-parent and there's some kind of personality differences there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> not getting along. Yes. So I would say Bob step up and deal with your co-parent the way you should deal with her so that your wife doesn't have to take the brunt of all of this anger. Yes. Stepmom, Jane, back away. Mm -hmm. but, I mean, 
again, we don't know how old the sons are, but let's say they are in that preteen teen years, you're not going to be the mom now of these boys. You know, you got your own boys, you're the mom to them. But as far as trying to play the mom role with older kids, that's you just the best you can do is be their supporter and their friend and an yeah. important person in their life. But maybe mom feels threatened that Jane is taking over that role somehow. And maybe the boys like her. Yeah. Maybe the boys are having a great time. Yeah, Maybe they like her. They like the the new stepbrothers. Maybe it's great. And that just, you know, washes all over mom Yes, in a very bad way. So I think Jane needs to put her role in perspective and try not to communicate for Bob or take over his role as co-parent or all that, you know, get that in place. And mom's role not being in the household, it sounds like she doesn't have primary custody of the younger one. It's not clear. Did she just come and take the son and not return him? Right. Obviously she wouldn't have had primary custody if she left to go find if she herself. Disappeared. Right. So now that might have created some bitterness too. Now she's taken the son. Maybe dad filed something in court. They don't talk about whether there's a court case going on trying to get the son back. And she's trying to prove there's abuse. So she doesn't have to return. I don't know. It could be very, very complicated, but mom's role really is to stop this and be a good mom for these two guys because she left. Mm-hmm. And you need to repair that, you know, and even if you left for good reason to a child, it doesn't ever feel good to be left No, (laughs) for any reason, even Mm -hmm. if you needed time and space for your own safety and emotional welfare, which is understandable, coming back with a vengeance isn't really helpful to your sons. You know, they need to see you coming back as a peacemaker and let's... I'm I'm better now. I'm more confident now. I have a voice now and I'm here to, to reinsert myself into your lives in a positive way. Yes. Biological mom can have the boys without destroying the family. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's what she's trying to do, I'm all for dad making a case. <laughs> yeah. These boys don't need this disruption. Um, I feel sorry for the kids. You know, I feel sorry for the older son who is siding with mom and for the younger son, probably who doesn't know what to do. Oh gosh. Yes. Maybe he's the kind of kid who just kind of goes with the flow, but he doesn't know which way the river is flowing right now. And (laughs) he's got maybe one parent who's just not doing anything and two moms who are making things bad. And he's probably turning into dad right now. Just, keep under the radar, try not to be noticed, you know, let's just get through life. And that may not be really very healthy for him. No. Now I want to clarify something that I said earlier. I made the statement that biological mom can have the boys without destroying the family. What, what I mean is biological mom can have a relationship with the boys without destroying this family. I I wasn't saying she should take them. No. Right, right. And and we don't know anything about the situation. We don't know that it, mom wouldn't be the better primary custodian, but you got to do some work for that. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, if you know you don't have custody, you have to kind of I would suggest you try to negotiate that with dad before you start a court case, you know, hey, I'm back. Yep. I want to be back in my son's lives again and, you know, can we work something out? 
if dad's really mad, maybe he says, no, you can't, I'm going to control this. Then you might have to go to court to just say, Hey, I'd like more time, but there is a softer, more productive, healthier way to go about that than what appears to have has happened here. Yes. I don't care. Honestly, what stepmom is saying or doing, I, I still get stuck on, I want to give mom the benefit of the doubt until I find out she called the employer. <laughs> I'm like, right. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> You know, red flag. Yes. <laughs> Something else is, you know, loose there. <laughs> it's That's not the person that I, I want to believe that she is. That seems out of character for somebody who's really thinking about the kids. Yes. I don't care how bad stepmom is. That's not the way to go about it for your child's sake. So, Rhonda, I say, tell your friend, let go of trying to fight with mom. Yeah. That's, that's your husband's job. Get Bob to do his job. And if you need to do some couples therapy to talk about that, I highly recommend Bob and Jane get into some couples therapy to talk about role delineation. Mm-hmm. Who should have what role in the family and who should have what role with the other parent and let a therapist help you work that out. So let go of trying to maybe do Bob's job. But yeah. Hold on to um making this right for these boys. You know, you you have a unique position as stepmom to show them what it looks like to respond to mom in a healthy, respectful way. And if she is a little off, they're gonna need to know how to deal with her. And you can be a good role model in that. And if mom is a little off you really have an important job of being a support system for these boys because there might not be another female that they can turn to for that. Right. You know, so keep hold on to your integrity, I guess is what I want to say. Um, and let go of trying to fix mom or mom trying to fix what she's doing. You know, go to your attorney if you need to, to stop her from continuing this bad behavior. But I don't think there's anything you can say to mom. No. It's going to stop this. No, no. Turn the co-parenting over to Bob and then you talk to your employer and get some legal help. Yeah. And Bob, step up. (laughs) Step up. But all of you, think about these boys. Please. They have to be in turmoil over this. I don't care how old they are. Yeah. Yeah, What they've already gone through with mom missing. for. Yeah. Yeah. And now a younger son is separated from his older brother and that can't be Mm. good. They need to have their bond. So, yeah. Don't wait. Fix that in the way you play your roles. All right. Thank you very much, Rhonda, for the question. We appreciate that. And I love that we're getting questions through social media now. So you can do that or send us a question at 1234dilemma at gmail.com. Yep. All right. Good stuff. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. All right. Bye. Hey, listeners. Many co-parents struggle with toxic communication. I know you've heard us talk about the email protocol in some of our episodes, but you might be wondering how to use it effectively. Well, wonder no more. Rick and I will be conducting a virtual workshop for co-parents and professionals to explain in detail how the protocol works. There are two dates to choose from, so go to the show notes and click on the date that works for you. It's only $35 per person. Become a Patreon VIP and you can get a $10 discount. Hope to see you there. The information contained in this podcast is generic. It must not be misconstrued as constituting legal or psychological advice. 
Decisions relevant to any specific individual, family system, or case require the direct evaluation of skilled, child-centered professionals.